Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Eh, nothing much. Just another Monday, uh, another NFL week almost in the books. We got one more game, uh, and then uh, we're off to week 11 already, which is just, it's crazy. It's we're, amazing. We're, yeah, I mean, I, I, unbelievable. Like, in general, this year is going by too fucking fast, and now the NFL year is going by too fucking fast, and... If you ask me what I know about the NFL, I, I, I don't, nothing. nothing. <laughs> What's going on, Sex Panther? Uh, welcome. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to get to Monday because it's actually my weekend kind of sucked. I, I lost my fantasy ba- uh, football matchup. I lost my fantasy basketball matchup. Me and Chubby Zebra went to the casino and I, I donated to their um, project of, you know, just kind of remodeling and whatever. So, uh, Raiders suck. Notre Dame almost coughed one up. Like I was kind of ready to get through that that weekend. So, uh, yeah, thanks for being here Monday. Okay, there you go. Maybe we can wipe away your sins. Um, I swear. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, though, for your book club members, Kyle and Phil had an incredible Sunday. Just they raked. They, I mean, wow, they did really, really well. So it's just another another feather in the cap for the book club there, Max. What I mean, what do you do when they disagree, though? Because they, you, their losses were disagreements. So, I mean, you couldn't follow the, both. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you just, when they disagree, just stay off the game? Maybe stay off the game. Yeah. Yeah. That right. would be my so, thought. Yeah. So just follow them when they both agree. I would think so. Or maybe, maybe I, I haven't looked. Maybe there's a correlation between, you know, because they bet varying unit sizes. Maybe if one of them feels stronger than the other on unit size when they disagree, maybe that's an indicator. I haven't looked. Might be have something to look at. Maybe, maybe. I, I, and I know some of them, uh, you know, they switch up between money line and, and spread as well. So, yes. you know, you can just, you know, sometimes uh, uh, you, could, you could work things out, you know, depending on, on the line. So, yeah, listen, no, it was, it was a, it was a great, uh, great week for them. Uh, you know, Phil's continuing to do college um, football stuff as well. So I, I think the point was that he made on Twitter is just because NASCAR is over with, you shouldn't just abandon ship in the book club. Right. Yeah. yeah. You can bet on sports with, with balls and sticks, not just wheels. Yeah, it's true. True. Yeah. 
Um, I did pretty good in hockey this weekend. Yes, too, you but, did. You know, uh, it's fine. That's uh, that's cool. You know, it's uh, I, I'm a mainstay on this show, and and let's let's give credit to two guys that uh, aren't aren't on the daily. So it's cool. It's cool. Pa- pa- Panther, uh, how'd you do? How'd you do sports betting wise this weekend in in, in NFL? Did you do good? No, I mean, I think I broke even. It was it was not a great weekend, but um, God, give me we... something, Panther. Panther, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Try- <laughs> I'm trying to throw the other guys under the bus, so so me and you don't lose our jobs. Come on, give me something. <sighs> you know, I'm, I'm listen. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I know Kyle wants my job. I don't want Kyle to have it, but if Bill <laughs> wants my job, I might be okay with it. <laughs> There's probably some uh, some people in the league in the NFL that are probably going to be looking for new jobs in the offseason. Uh, I think that'll that'll be uh, part of uh, Max's uh, week ten touchdown. So let's get let's into hear it. it. Yeah. Uh, point number one. Let's talk about the game of the year. In fact, I I dabbled with the idea of having all seven of my points just about the Vikings and Bills game. <laughs> you could. Like I really, I you know, I probably could just spend the whole like first half of the show just talking about this one game. Uh, I mean, we could talk about Jefferson's ridiculous one handed catch. That was yeah, incredible. We, we, insane right uh we could talk about the bills not taking a safety at the end of the fourth you, you take the safety right guys yes you take the fucking safety yes uh, uh, astounding that you don't but we could also talk about what happened because they didn't take the safety and that was a botch snap fumble recovery touchdown holy fuck how like what this never happens this is like a movie fucking script right there we could talk about the bills still kind of marching down the field afterwards and and you know pushing the game to ot but instead of talking about the game itself, let's talk about the repercussions of the whole game, because point number two, the Bills are now third in the AFC East. Not third in the AFC, guys. Third in the AFC East. Dolphins continue to his undefeated season. They beat the Browns 39-17 yesterday. Ooh. So that puts them seven and three in first place in the East. Jets, of course, had a bye this week. And with the win over the Bills last week, they sit at six and three with a tiebreaker over Buffalo. And oh, by the way, the Patriots had a bye week. They're five and four. <laughs> you know, for two months of this season, the Bills looked like the clear-cut best team in the league. Now they don't even look like the best team in their own division. Point number three. So what about the NFC now? With the Vikings getting another win, they improved to eight and one on the year. That puts some pressure on the Eagles, right, to keep that uh, that top seed in the NFC. With the Lions beating the Bears yesterday, despite. Let's say there's 147 rushing yards and two touchdowns on the ground from Justin Fields. You know, the Lions still got the win. It seems like both the Lions and the Bears are out of it at three and six and three and seven, respectively. So they're not going to be a type of threat. But point number four, what about the Packers? Here's another game that probably could have spent the whole fucking session just talking about, right? We could have just talked to fucking uh, Packers, uh, Cowboys for a while. Uh, Of course, Packers won that one. And man, it was it was something special. Really. First up, let's start up the meme generator here, guys. Let's have Aaron Rodgers looking at Christian Watson, Alan Lazard being the disgusted looking fucking girlfriend next to him. Right. (laughs) Because uh, because Rodgers connected with Watson for one hundred and seven yards, three fucking touchdowns. Green Bay won thirty one twenty eight in overtime over the Cowboys. But it wasn't about the Packers offense, which finally kind of resembled somewhat of an offense this week, kind of, right, sort of. Uh, It was about the Cowboys choking a 14-point lead in Mike McCarthy's failed revenge game in Lambeau. Uh, Packers, of course, jettisoned McCarthy four years ago for his dumb shit play calling, and guess what he did? Dumb shit play calling yesterday. And now I'm not going to sit here and criticize him for going for it on fourth and four in overtime. Uh, Like, honestly, I think it's probably the right play instead of going for a field goal. You know, the wins in fucking Lambeau uh, could be a little uh, brutal right there. So it wasn't a gimme. It wasn't a gimme 
fucking uh, chip shot for a field goal. So I understand going for a fourth and four. Uh, but the play called it's the play calling itself is what I take issue with. And listen, you know, like Harbaugh before him, I, you know, I am okay with coaches going for it. I am not okay with coaches going for it and calling a dumb play. If you look at the play and Arch, I sent you the video earlier this morning. Just I, I, you don't have to cue it up, but just, okay. just for just for anyone's edification. Three wide receivers one run straight routes, just straight fucking routes. And at least two of them had enough distance and coverage that they could have cut back and got the fucking four yards needed for the first down. I tell you, they weren't just going for the fucking uh, first down there. They were going to try to win that. They, they, they had a play call to basically fucking win the game right there. And that was a huge goddamn mistake. Four guys. That's all it took. Four guys to fucking collapse that offensive line <laughs> and get the Dak. They did not even blitz. Four fucking guys tore down that offensive line. Uh, you know, it's it's again, it's calls like that. When you, you make the right call to go for it, you make the bad call in the game. That's the fucking shit that costs you in the long term, and that's the shit that pisses me off. Point number five: the Germany game could have dev- decided two divisions in the NFC. Uh, Tampa Bay's resurgence in front of the John Denver singing German crowd has them sitting at five and five and leading the NFC South at the moment while the Seahawks fell to six and four. Uh, So that kind of matters because on Sunday night, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Chargers who charge things up and they're now at five and four. They're right in the mix of it. As for the other two teams in the uh, the NFC West, uh, they both fucking suck. But at least we know who has the the better backup quarterback, and that's the Cardinals. That's for sure. (laughs) Point number six, the Bills-Vikings game was really fucking good, guys. Did I mention that? Man, if that ended up being the Super Bowl matchup, I'd be a happy fan. However, I do think a team in Kansas City might have a thing or two to say about that. Number Uh, one team in the AFC, baby. At at seven and two with that win over the Jags yesterday, they they keep the AFC's top seed for now. And of course, you know, um, if if um, if if the Chiefs were in the NFC right now, though, they'd be uh, tied with the seven and two Giants. <laughs> uh, New York somehow bumbled their way into another fucking win yesterday over the hapless Texans. Uh, yet no worries of uh, for the Chiefs here. When your division consists of the Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders, you can rest assured that you're at least going to get four more wins on the fucking year. Extra point here. Let's talk about those Raiders. Why don't we? This was a team I had high hopes for this year. Uh, They brought in the offensive guru from New England. They got one of the best wide receivers in the league. Yet here they sit at two and seven with discussions about replacing Carr with CJ Stroud next year. Rumors that apparently Mark Davis stormed into the locker room to have yet another fucking closed door session with Josh (laughs) McDaniels. Situation is just a fucking mess in Las Vegas and and losing to Jeff Saturday in his coaching debut probably didn't help matters much there. Right. You know that Jim Irsay after that game was popping champagne, probably popping some pills and uh, just laughing because not only did his risky coaching selection get the win this week. You guys got to remember, he also beat the coach who cut this team a few years ago. Mm-hmm. McDaniels accepted the Colts' head, head coaching position, but bailed last minute to head back to, to New England. So, you know, Ursay was kind of fucking sitting there with that shit eating grin on his face. And of course, listen, you know, Saturday coached that game to win. You know, he put Matt Ryan in the game. He said, that's our best chance to win. I don't need to look at Ellinger for next season. I don't fucking give a fuck about next season. There is no next season for me unless I win this game. Ryan uh, awarded the decision. He produced his second best game of the season. And and maybe you don't need experience to be a head coach in this league. Just ask Mike McCarthy because he's got all the experience in the world <laughs> and he still coaches like shit. That is Max's week 10 touchdown. Ooh, good one. Panther, you have some questions? 
I got questions, and we'll piggyback off of probably the two two of the biggest games that Max talked about. First question, uh, we'll talk about that Colts Raiders. <sighs> What's the fix in Las Vegas? Six losses by one score. Is it fair? The question is: Is it fair to put this all on Josh McDaniels? Question two. King Kyle brought it up yesterday. He said Josh Allen isn't clutch. Obviously, yesterday with the fumbled snap and then the, the interception in overtime in the end zone, he wasn't clutch. The question is, is this a fair critique of Josh Allen? Max, what say you? Wow, only two questions this week. I was, I was writing only them two down. Um, no, it's not a fair assessment of, of, of Josh Allen. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's a fair assessment. I mean, I think he's had some clutch moments and we, we, we do. Yeah, we focus in on the ones that, um, you know, that didn't go so well but and he, he's had he's had other clutch moments in in his career as well so i don't think it's a fair assessment that said uh it is what it is right i mean you you, you know i don't think the botch snap was his fault that uh, you know that really wasn't his fault uh, i think a again they shouldn't have been in that situation anyway for a fucking quarterback sneak that was just dumb dumb you take the fucking safety as i mentioned so i don't put that on him uh the interception yeah you know that was a, it was a little pressing and we still don't know what's going on with his fucking elbow whether it's it's good or not uh so um i I wouldn't say that's a fair assessment of, of Josh Allen, but a couple more games like this, then yeah, maybe you start to go that route, especially because uh, fresh in my mind from last week was Tom Brady once again, fucking shredding the goddamn Rams, you know, marching down the field. You know, let, let's not forget that Josh Allen also marched the fucking uh, bills down the field to kick the field goal to get it into overtime to begin with, with what 32 seconds left or something like that. So that was pretty clutch to me. Just saying uh, what fixes Las Vegas. Uh, defense. I mean, like, honestly, uh, defense, you know, this is a team that just continues to fucking blow leads. And I, maybe if, if they focus more on defensive, um, you know, configurations, defensive efforts, defensive personnel, I think this is a team that does win uh, a lot of, a lot more games, uh, this year, you know, um, shit. I mean, I criticized Dallas for blowing that 14 point lead yesterday. And a lot of it was offensive play calling. Um, so, you know, maybe it's to Josh McDaniels when he, once he gets a lead, he, he, he changes things up and, and, and it's the wrong thing. Uh, but to me, what I'm seeing on the field is, is defense arch, you know, you probably know the Raiders a little bit better than I do from them being in your division. Uh, what say you about the, the Raiders? I don't know. A car looks like a madman out there sometimes. I mean, I saw a play where car threw it into quadruple coverage, just threw a bomb into quadruple coverage. That's not coaching. That's, that's something else. I, I don't know uh, how you fix this team. It seems like it's a failure on every level, offense and defense. Um, yeesh, I don't know. It, we, I can't understate enough. They have a ton. I think it was the worst dead money uh, against their cap right now. It's going to look a lot better once they can get more pieces going. I, I don't know where you start <laughs> because it, it does seem to be kind of a, a, just a failure on every level. But I do think the Raiders can look a lot better next season if they just stay the course and they get a ton of cap money freed up. As far as Josh Allen being clutch or not clutch, I don't even know what that means, really. He's definitely in a slump right now. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Allen. Is it the injury? I, 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 I don't know, but he's been interception. Well, let's just say he's been a turnover machine lately. Uh, he's just got to settle down, get his head right. I remember the playoff game against the Chiefs. That was a clutch. That was a clutch quarterback. There's no way you can argue he's not clutch. He had the Chiefs on the brink of elimination. Twelve seconds. 
remember. So yeah, I mean, I I'm a I was cheating on Josh Allen last year. I said he's going to regress, and he did, but he got a lot better, and he's looked great up until the last three weeks. And I don't know what happened, but there's been a switch flipped, and he needs to get back to the get his mind back to where it was, or his elbow back to where it was. And part of that has been the interceptions. I believe I read somewhere where he's had two interceptions in each of the last three weeks. Yeah. So the turnovers have been a problem. Um, you know, to Max's point, Josh McDaniels, the Raiders, the defense has been an absolute shit show. They showed glimpses, right? I mean, Derek Carr started 0 for 5 and then proceeded to go 11 for 11. Josh Jacobs was carving up that Colts defense uh, on the ground. So they showed flashes. Um, but at this point, you kind of wonder, are, how long does Derek Carr, I mean, the, the, I feel bad for the guy because he's emotional in the press conference. He's literally crying. He's so distraught over the outcome because he had such high hopes for this team and they're just not getting the results. And partly it's been the team's fault, not necessarily the offense's fault, but that defense. I, do you stay the course and get uh, more defensive players and spend more money or do you kind of punt and start over and go after a quarterback? Because with only two wins, you're in the top five as far as draft picks go. Um, the Josh Allen comment, I agree. I think it was kind of tongue-in-cheek. Kyle always has these outlandish opinions that try to get the conflict going. Um, but it does leave you to wonder, though, if he, if there's something mentally wrong between the ears. He starts to get a little weak between the ears if he starts making these mistakes. You know, Three bad weeks of turnovers will... Uh, start to question your your ability in the clutch um if we had a little time if you guys want to talk about jeff saturday <laughs> you know you know bill cower I, I lost a lot of respect for bill cower yesterday he literally threw jeff saturday or say the colson organization under the bus for this hiring and we all had a lot of questions like what are they thinking but man he did not look like he was out of sorts on the sideline. The players played hard for him. Uh, I, I like Saturday. If they keep doing this, does he get the job? I, I, well, yeah. So, yes. Yes. I mean, he's got to win only a couple more games, and I think he gets a job. And if he can get them competitive, I mean, the Titans didn't look outstanding against the fucking Broncos yesterday. The Broncos defense did quite well to shut down King Henry. Um, they still got the win. Uh, but we, I still don't think the Titans are going to run away with the South there. So I think the Colts have an opportunity to make it competitive. If he can somehow win the South or get, you know, stay competitive in the South, he, he guarantees to get the job. That's one. Uh, two, to agree with you, yeah, on the sideline, like he looked like a head co coach out there, you know, and he he deferred to his 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 captains there. Like, you know, he was looking at the offensive coordinator, the defensive coordinator. You know, he was he was looking at the whole game, the game as a whole. Right. When he was just relying on the guys to make the decisions they need to uh, made the right decision, I think, by putting Matt Ryan in there, put, gave him the safest way to get his first win, get some motivation, get that, that locker room uh, supporting him, get the Absolutely. veterans supporting him as well. You know, so I think that he made a lot of great decisions out there uh, real quick about the Derek Carr thing too um listen there, there's going to be a team in the offseason that's going to benefit from getting Derek Carr and I think the, the Raiders are going to move away from him um you know it'd be ironic if he ends up in Houston like his 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 brother but you know uh there's a, a you know the good chance that uh there's going to be a team that's at the cusp next year that takes a shot with Derek Carr and I think it could benefit them and benefit him in his career. I know he said that he'd rather retire than go play for another team than the Raiders. I, I kind of believe that. But in the same sense, you know, the Raiders can kind of cut 
ties with him for very little money in this offseason. They won't owe him very much money. That's the way his his deal is structured. Uh, so he can move on. The Raiders can move on to you know CJ Stroud. That's the name that's being tossed out there. So for the Raiders, I do think that's the end of the Derek Carr era is the season, is my mm. guess. Yeah. And um, yeah, maybe Carr to the Colts and our dog. Yeah, that's, there you go. That 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 makes total fucking sense because that's the the fight. That would be a Colts dead, move. Dead, dead, no, uh, but definitely, definitely Colts to the car. Uh, Arch, what what do you think about Jeff Saturday's uh, debut? Hey, it was great, man. He he know, he knows how the NFL's moving right now. He put uh, he put the Matt Ryan out there and you know, said, uh, you know, don't be afraid to use your legs and uh, win us the game. And uh, Matt Ryan, <laughs> twenty seven yard run, baby. <laughs> Not quite Justin Fields, 67 yarder, but he was pretty spry for a 40 year old. It does help. <laughs> I'd like to see any of us try to fucking run the way that Matt Ryan ran yesterday. I get winded going you know, up I, and down the stairs, you know. Just... It does help when you get a guy like Jonathan Taylor back, too. That does help your offense quite no, a bit. But the Mac, offensive line was actually blocking yesterday. This is a. Uh, they, they looked a lot yeah. better than they had. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. When you get an offensive line as your head coach, you better be fucking blocking because you know he's going to be most critical of those motherfuckers if they're not blocking. That's you know so they're true. shitting their pants. They are fucking terrified of this guy, of what they're going to have to fucking do if they're not blocking properly. Whatever position your head coach played at any level, he, that's that, that's the group. That's the core. He, he rides right that there. core. Yeah. Yep. You are fucked. Uh, hey. We're fucked on time right now. Oh, We're yeah, already, we already 20 minutes into a fucking Monday episode, but it is what it is. Let's talk about the book club. Uh, guys listening live right now, Will Vaughn, uh, Will 412, Ramon, uh, Nardog, uh, our mainstay, um, listening live right now. You can listen live too. All you got to go is to thedgens.net. Sign up now. You get those three free days, and after that is $35 a month. And yeah, listen, Arch mentioned it. You could be tailing the uh, out-of-bounds guys. You could be tailing college football, uh, golf, you know, with, with, with Steve and posting his golf picks. There's so much stuff that happens here. I mentioned I, I post all of my NHL picks, mm -hmm. uh, and, and I had one loss yesterday. That was really good. But you don't, yeah. unlike the out-of-bounds guys, you don't tell us 47 times in a row in, in, in the book club that you're having a good day. Uh, no, I, I, I try, I try, I try to just leave my picks there. And, uh, you know, Maxi did say that he is, is, is telling me, he told me on, on the show yesterday that he's been telling my hockey picks and, um, not just, just, not just the bets, but you know, eyeing up some of the picks as well. I, you know, yesterday I actually gave some context of why I was avoiding the Arizona Coyotes game. Oh. And it turned out to be my one loss was leaning Arizona. I didn't bet it. I leaned Arizona, and I was d dead on with with the Coyotes. If they're not getting power play uh, opportunities, they're not winning games, and the Rangers don't get penalized much, and that's how the game kind of played out. Anyway, you can get access to all of that kind of additional knowledge that we can't really cram into a looking like a 40-minute show. Uh, so <laughs> all you got to do is go to thedgens.net to book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGens. Proud to say that we're... Once again, being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, 
But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. I think it's going to be an easy one for me, a quick one for me. You know, uh, sadly, Carson Wentz is, is not around to try to get some revenge from the Eagles' 24-8 to beatdown of the Commanders from earlier in the season. Instead, a real quarterback is going to take snaps for Washington today as Taylor Hanicki will once again get the start for Washington. Uh, he is 2-1 and one in his starts this year with his only loss, that three-point loss to the 8-1 and Vikings last mm. week. Does he have a chance to improve to 3-1? and one? Probably not. Uh, the Eagles should get another win, should keep the hope of an undefeated season alive but the 11 seems a tad bit too much for me i'm seeing 10 and a half at one book so yeah. i do think you can get 10 and a half um i see this as a lower scoring game I, it's a chillier night in philly I, th- I think that washington can kind of grind it out and kind of keep things in a lower scoring game philly wins i don't know if they cover a lean on washington you know another prime time game at home in philadelphia the fans the drunk fans love this kind of thing. So I expect the Eagles fans to be in typical Philadelphia fashion. I really don't think it's close, but there's just no way I'm laying 11. Uh, I'm leaning Philadelphia, but what, what I would probably do in this situation is I'm not betting it individually. I would probably include the Eagles in some kind of parlay. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, going to lean Philadelphia here in this one, not betting it. I'm, this is, this, this has got live bet written all over. Maybe Philadelphia can go up 14, nothing. And then I'll just take uh you know, Washington plus the 28 or whatever. <laughs> We're going to get live line and just, just coast that way. Uh, unofficial stat since 2008, the Washington commanders, Redskins and football team have are five and 18 in prime time. Oof. That's a, that's, that's Kirk cousins level. Performances. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. So, well, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wasn't Kirk Cousins the quarterback for them in some of those? And pre- he, he most yeah. certainly was some of the quarterback <laughs> in some of those. Who <laughs> <Ooh> boy? <laughs> uh, listen, uh, you know, Kirk might not be primetime Kirk, but he's big game Kirk after yesterday. That's for fucking sure. <laughs> oh, shit. NBA. Just don't, just don't ask him to sneak an inch. No. <laughs> NBA. All right. Uh, start off with Charlotte and Orlando. Uh, Apollo Benchero, game time decision. Panther, sorry. You're going to have to fucking wait to game time to see what you can do in your fucking fantasy uh, uh, lineup. Uh, but even without him, Orlando has shown to be a pretty good team at home this season. They've won two in a row. They beat Dallas. I'm a Dallas on the road, though, right, guys? I mean, right. Uh, they beat Phoenix <laughs> last week. As for Charlotte, they've just been kind of an injured mess all season. Now, they are a little bit healthier. Uh, Ball is back on the on the court, but. I, I need to see a little bit more from the Charlotte team. I still think that they need to gel now that people are starting to get healthy. And as it stands, I think the Magic can grab the win tier today. So a $10 money line bet on Orlando. I like this youth movement that Orlando's doing. I love the talent. I do expect Benchero to play tonight. Uh, his injury wasn't really that severe. Uh, it's hard to do anything with Charlotte. I mean, they can't lose them all, right? This losing streak's going to eventually come to an end. 
I like Orlando. I don't love Orlando here. So just a lean on the Magic. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a flyer here. I'm gonna take the Hornets plus the point and a half. I think their winning streak ends tonight. Actually, I I, I really like it. I think they have a good shot here. I'm going balls deep or ball deep. Uh, give me Charlotte, ten bucks. <laughs> uh, next, uh, mentioned Phoenix. Now uh, let's talk about them again. They're heading to Miami. Suns. You know they they have lost that big game to Magic. Going to try to avoid losing two in a row for the first time this season. Miami. They just want a pair of games over the aforementioned Hornets. Improves their record to five and four at home this year. You know, remember this used to be an automatic Miami wins at home type thing. Um, some of that luster is kind of worn off this year. They could be without Tyler Hero today, but it appears they have a healthy as he can be Jimmy Butler available to them. And the Suns are still without Chris Paul, which shouldn't matter. But for some reason does matter. <laughs> I like the heat for the win today. $10 money line bet on Miami. You know, another game I'm not on. Is it me or did Miami just age 15 years in the offseason? Oh, my God. Like, like, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler looks like he said to, to Joel Embiid, can I have your knees and back? Uh, I'm going to add them to my knees and back. And, hey, Chris Paul, while you're at it, I'll take your knees and back. And it's just, Jimmy Butler looks like he's 50 out there. Ooh. Yeah. Victor Depot's not healthy. Tyler Hero's not healthy. Um, who, who else are we missing? Max Struss just got off the injury report. Like, this is just a banged-up team. So, I it's really hard for me to come to a side. I'll lean Phoenix, but I, I don't like either one of these way either one of these teams are playing right now. I'm leaning the heat with you, Max. Just not not betting this game. I minus a point and a half. I don't know. Yeah, just a lean. All right, last one up for me. Let's talk uh, the Clippers in Houston. Clippers. I mean, Paul George going to take on the Rockets today. <laughs> uh, Kawhi Leonard. He's still out. John Wall's going to miss this one as well. Meaning that Wall won't get to play against the team that he was formally rostered on i can't say that john wall actually played for houston right he was he was on their roster he got paid but he never actually really played for houston right anyway uh he's out as well meaning uh it's going to be up to pg-13 to get the win today and guess what i think him by himself one on five could probably beat this houston team uh houston has two wins on the year and I don't see them winning too many more this year. Panther, I don't know if Houston was in that uh, discussion of, uh, I think it was the Pacers in San Antonio for uh, the, you know, the trying to bomb for the first uh, draft pick next year. Houston's got the edge right now, which means a $10 money line bet on the Clippers. Yeah, I actually know the names. I know the players of Houston, but I thought they'd play better. You're just not getting a very good product on the court. Uh, John Wall actually did play for the Rockets the season that he got traded. Uh, whatever that was, a quarter of the season at the trade deadline, but then he didn't play at all last year as they kept him healthy, I guess, to trade him. But, uh, yeah, I I think the Clippers are probably are the play, but once again, you managed to find another game I'm not on. All right. I, I'm, I'm leaning it with you, but I don't like this game either. I, I don't really want a piece of it. Okay, well... There's got to be, what, out of one, two, three, four more games left, something that you guys like. So, Panther, what do you like? I like two games. Let's start with Toronto at Detroit. Um, I, I like this Toronto team, and they're pretty good on the road. And I think you can make a lot of money just fading Detroit all season long. Hate Cunningham's out, and he's like their leading scorer. They're leading everything. So the five points, I'll call this a gift, but give me the Raptors minus the five for ten bucks. Four and a half. Yeah, listen yeah, I think I think I think the Raptors win, right? I, I do think they win, but I, I have some issues with them as well, specifically the injury bug. Fred Van Fleet is out. Pascal Siakam is out. You're, you're the favorite the guy that you love to say his name, Precious Akawawa. 
he's out. I think there's they a got lot OG. Of, they got OG. That's they all they I got need. OG. There you go. Uh, there's a lot of injuries there. Toronto should win. I kind of like Detroit getting those points here. So I will uh, lean Toronto on the money line. Or if I was doing the spread, I would lean Detroit with the points. Yeah, I'm leaning Detroit with that five and a half. Couldn't quite get there. Last game up for me. San Antonio is on the road going up to Golden State. We know how good Golden State is at home. But even as, as, with the wins that they've had, they've not been dominant i guarantee golden state wins this game but i don't know about the eight the spurs are playing some competitive basketball i think popovich will have his guys ready to go in there and lose by less than eight points 10 bucks on the spurs tons of moral support here if i was betting spreads i'd be all over this game and taking san antonio but lucky for you guys i am not so yep warriors should win this i like san antonio with the points there Ding, ding, ding. Love this game. Game of the night, if you ask me. Eight and a half seems like way too many points. Even eight, even seven and a half. Give me the San Antonio Spurs for 10 bucks on basically any of those lines. That is all I got. Hockey time. All right. Uh, four games on the ice tonight. The one that I want to talk about is Los Angeles Kings. They're heading to Calgary. Uh, Kings, they've won four games in a row. They have now jumped up in the Pacific Division standings. They are second place in the Pacific behind uh, your Golden Knights out there. Uh, Calgary, they got a pretty close win over the Jets this weekend. But this is still a team that's underperformed compared to expectations, which, I mean, if you look at their PDO, you'd say that it should balance out over the next few weeks. Very unlucky team. Uh, goaltending, definitely a part of it, though. Jacob Marks him off to a terrible start probably his worst start of his career so if he gets right i think the flames get right too i just don't see him getting right tonight so i'm gonna fade him i'm gonna take the the big plus line on the kings ten dollar bet on los angeles Mm. yeah i really love that plus line they are they have been playing red hot but it's hard to lump all these teams into a statement that i'm gonna make but it just seems like when the americans the american teams i guess they're not really americans uh cross the border they seem to struggle up in canada i don't know what the deal is but the canadians really do seem to have like a home ice advantage um so i I do love the plus line that's the way i'm leaning but i'm not on this game yeah i love that play plus 140 I, i definitely want a piece of that yep all right panther uh what are you on i'm not on anything (laughs) <laughs> I don't like this slate at all. I, listen, the one game, I do want to talk about one game, and you tell me if I was right. So the, the Islanders are on the road going up to Ottawa. I saw, like, minus 115. Like, why? Like, I, the Senators are the play here, right? Senators are the play. I think Senators outright win. I have them winning 51% of the time here, so at home with a plus line. Uh, they probably should win, yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel good to me to take Ottawa or to go against the Islanders. I've kind of adopted them as my team this year. So <laughs> I was like, you know, I'll just stay off the game. Yeah, I think Ottawa's the play there. I like that. That's it. The other two wow. plays, Carolina and Colorado are going to win, right? Just, just don't just don't lay that kind of money. Uh, Colorado, I, I definitely have the implied probability beating uh, St. Louis. Um, Carolina, it is close at the minus 240. I think it's they two and do a quarter win. now. It's. Okay, yeah. I mean, then maybe 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 the implied probability swings that way for them. Uh, I was leaning Chicago on that one with the I had plus one ninety five on Chicago before. What what are we getting now? Yeah, you can still get a plus one ninety five. Looks like at a FanDuel. Yeah, I I still is it was it was too close for comfort here because I do think Carolina wins it right. And I've I've actually hit a couple of uh, plays on Chicago uh, recently with with them on the plus line. Uh, similar situation with with Arizona. The parameters just need to be right. And yeah. I think I'm, I you know I I think I'm really onto something with that Arizona team. If you look at a team that they're going against that's highly penalized, bet Arizona. 
I mean, they they are third best in the league in power play goals. Wow. When they've got the advantage, they're fucking scoring. So you look at a matchup where there there's a big plus line on Arizona, and the other team gets penalized a lot. I, I think you jump on Arizona there. Uh, I, have, I really haven't found the formula for Chicago yet. All I know is the formula is they probably lose today. <laughs> All right, Max, any comments to speak of? No, not much. Just the, just the one where Nardog saying cards to the Colts, and yeah, it makes total fucking sense. So there you go. That, that'll probably happen. Yeah. All right, what do we talk about today? We talked about the NFL. We had a long conversation about mm-hmm. the NFL. What's wrong with the Raiders? What's right with the Colts? We'll, we'll see if that's sustainable or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the NBA and NHL as well. Max, that is it. That is it. Let us know that our picture picks. Anyone speaks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute, no matter where you listen. Please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'm Listen, I, I know you don't love it, but I'm going to give you that Los Angeles Kings plus plus play on the uh, on the parlay. Hey, okay. I, I, I like that. Plus 140 in a parlay. We'll, we'll take that. It's going to counteract my minus 550 on the Eagles. <laughs> Arch, what do you got? Uh, Spurs plus eight, plus eight and a half. Ooh, love that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't kidding. I think this is the situation where if you want to bet the Eagles, it's in a parlay situation. So uh, I'll do the Eagles minus 550, put them with the Kings and the Spurs. That is your degenerate parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly it's the book club. Always. Oh, I like 12 different categories that were lit up that I needed to check on to see what you could barbecue and spicy meats, everything. That's where we're shooting the shit. You guys call us out by name. We'll holler right back. Most importantly, let us know what you did last or over the weekend. What you doing tonight when it's all said and done, kids? It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.